Evening, Clayton. Hey, good evening, man. I'm kind of pumped tonight. How about you? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You really getting off there? You got the you got the AK going, and that's the AK. That's a nice AK. Yeah, that's an actually American made one. Huh? Is it good? Like it. It's good. a lot of fun. This is, it makes it this is the this is the weapon of choice of your enemy. It makes a distinct sound when it's being fired at you. <laughs> remember that Heartbreak movie? Ridge? Yes. Hey Eric, good evening. Yeah, I don't remember seeing that one when I was down there. Hey Brian, good evening. I had to kinda I had to kinda, you know, bring some of them cool things out when I decided yeah, to I like that. Me, so like that. I like hey, that. Eric. Hey, Brian. Brian, I loved it. Seeing you sporting a little uh, guns in the 701. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Evening, Waylon. Good seeing you, buddy. I picture I forgot. But... Yeah, Well, you got the chats are rolling, but before we get going too far, we'll start our show off like we do each and every time with our Second Amendment. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And I just Perfect. never gets old. Yeah. And uh, Sean, doctor, if you're listening, I'm um, going to get those uh, other decals you want in the mail tomorrow, buddy. He saw, those Dan, on, uh, he saw the picture on Brian's there. He wanted some. I did. So. No, they, they look good. <laughs> they look great. Yeah, it does. I know, I know Eric's got his on his lunchbox. Uh, every day he takes his lunch to work, so that's always cool to see that on mm -hmm. there. Went down to his place over New Year's and saw it mm -hmm. there on his, on his igloo. <laughs> so. Outstanding. Outstanding. Well, okay. so did you, have, did you have a good weekend? Oh, I had an awesome weekend actually. And um, my buddy, my buddy Diggity, come up to the to the farm with me, and we caught some coyotes. He actually got his first coyote. He's been hunting yep. deer out of our place for oh man, Ever. 14, 15 years, and then then uh, finally got himself a coyote. So it was a nice big male. You know, probably about a forty pounder. That's awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, I got a little. I didn't get. I, you know the the shot on it. I, all I had was my iPhone, and I was pretty janky to put on. But I did get a pretty nice little four minute video. You can check it out on on our website or or uh, YouTube. Okay, so you got up Facebook. on YouTube there. So yeah, that's, yeah. Can check hey, it out that, there. That's good. Yeah, it was great. How was your weekend? Did some shooting too. I got some cool videos. Uh, tracers had some and fun. I actually went out and did a little shooting on the targets out here. I mm -hmm. did not get a chance to video any of it. Was kind of a spur of the moment thing. So. You know, yeah, it's just how it goes. Uh, been kind of a busy week around here. Um, I don't know, just a lot of things going on right now. Um, you know, we've got our big reorg coming up for District 31 in the GOP, and of course, we got to mm -hmm. take care of some end of the year and beginning of year Farm Bureau stuff. So, I'm going to be sitting in meetings the next two weeks. <laughs> plus, I got to get the heifers bangs vaccinated. Yeah, and uh, we're better, freeze you brand, so. better you than me. <laughs> Hey, Austin, it was a little rough this morning, but, you know, it just got better as the day went on, buddy. Don't worry. It's... <laughs> okay. Well, shall we get into it here, Clay, or what? Yeah, let's get her in. Uh, let's okay. go for it and get into this baby. Um, like I mm -hmm. said, I got the chat rolling there, guys. Um, so go ahead. Why don't you start us off? Okay. So um, Democrat Senator Chris Murphy of Connecticut. Yep. So right um, there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's his tweet. He's got a great idea, according to him. And <laughs> yeah, that, according, uh, according yeah. to him. To prevent the spread of sanctuary counties, actually North Dakota is a sanctuary state now. But yes. uh, there's a few counties too, few right? Counties. Um, Stark, Emmons, I County, believe Stark and Emmons. Yep. Yep. Um, to stop the spread, like it's like like your <laughs> like your Second Amendment right is a disease. Um, requires yeah, it is to it is to the leftists to require counties to certify that they enforce state and federal gun laws 
in order to be eligible for these uh, DOJ Bryn grants. Uh, so um, how's he wants to defund North Dakota, I guess, with, with federal uh, tax dollars, right? Basically, uh, the Department of Injustice, uh, as you as you were talking about, <laughs> under it, Democrats uh, for sure, under Democrats, and well, I tell you what, before we go on to that, let's. I got a little clip of him, okay. and uh, let's let everybody hear what this commie had to say. <laughs> I think the country's going to have to learn about what's going on in this country. The majority of counties in this country have declared that they are not going to enforce state and federal gun laws. They have decided that they are going to essentially refuse to implement laws that are on the books. Um, That is a growing problem in this country. And I think we're going to have to have a conversation about that in the United States Senate. Do we want to continue to supply funding to law enforcement in counties that refuse to implement state and federal gun laws? Red flag laws are wildly popular. Oh, wait a second. Did he just say that red flag laws are wildly, wildly popular? popular? Wildly popular. Amazing. Right. You're just temporarily taking guns so you, away from people that. Do so you want to withhold money for law enforcement? I, I think. Boom. She hit it, didn't she? Yeah. Hey, we're doing a little something different here. I learned something. Yeah. Nice. I'm, <laughs> but, hey, I'm in. Let's... We have to have a conversation about whether we can continue to fund uh, law enforcement in states where they are refusing to implement these gun laws. Wow. So he wants to defund the police, defund probably anybody going. I mean, sounds like a commie to me. Well, he wants to defund um, law enforcement that won't enforce um, unconstitutional laws. Right. Absolutely. But yet, I want to point out here, this is a, this is basically from his, his, uh, what he said. Mm -hmm. It doesn't seem to bother him though. And, and we all know what's happening it doesn't bother them about having sanctuary states, sanctuary well, counties, sanctuary Dems cities ignore. for illegal aliens. It doesn't bother they them for the, that. Yeah. They Democrats ignore the law all the time. Absolutely. All, all the, the time. time. Doesn't matter they, every time that they they're yeah. hypocrites. Yeah, and he well, he wants to do it when when counties and states want to uphold your, your civil rights, your rights that are in the Bill of Rights, the foundation mm-hmm. of this country and your freedoms. And he wants to defund you know, he wants to defund our well, state, North Dakota, for for yep. for being a sanctuary Second Amendment state. civil rights state. Absolutely, and uh, so I mean, you know, you look at this Bryn Grant, mm-hmm. and like I said, these are grants that come out of the Department of Injustice, and <laughs> it's twenty five thousand dollars over two years, so it's twelve thousand five hundred dollars. Um, mm-hmm. that ain't gonna cover anything. I don't think anybody really gives a crap if they don't get that money. Who knows? But I mean, like I said, if it was coming to me, I would, but. You know, yeah. I'm not a state. I'm a little person. I'm just a little guy. <laughs> just a little guy, huh? You're supposed to stand up for guys like me, Democrats. A little man. Oh, yeah. They're all for the people, right? <laughs> Marty. Oh, oh Marty. Absolutely. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm there yeah. too, Marty. I am I, done following laws made by lawmakers that don't follow them. And uh, absolutely. Yeah. In fact, they're, I, I really, and this kind of, this is going to lead into what's coming up in the legislature. I hope Cord found a, a guy to carry the bill, but basically to nullify the NFA in the state of North Dakota on anything. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not just silencers, suppressors, whatever you want to call them. It's everything that the NFA does because it is illegal if it stays in, in your state. It's a 10th amendment deal. It's plain and simple. Yeah. yeah. Gene, good to have you along. 
Demslot Sanctuary City and the border crossings are voting. We're voting red. AOC would be putting brick walls up today. Absolutely, and that's, that's just what we were talking she'd be about. Buttering the, she'd be buttering the bricks herself. I promise you. Absolutely. That. Hey Vance, glad to have you. Have you listening down there in Georgia? Hey, uh, if anybody's watching, because I don't, I don't want to bring it up on here. Uh, let me know how that vote's going. They were supposed to come back in the session about. 10 minutes ago being they mm-hmm. ran and hit after the fifth was a fifth or sixth defeat of, uh, of Mr. McCarthy, the rhino. Yep. Well, like we were talking about earlier though, he's got a lot of freaking hardcore right winger supporting him. So I don't know what's going on there. He does, but he's got a 16 year record that says he's not one. I, I hear <laughs> you, but Hey, Trump did it. So, mm-hmm. and, uh, I mean, Trump's- I don't know what's going to happen there. I'm, I'm proud of those particular 20 that are holding the line. At least it's bringing things up. And it's not them holding the party hostage. I'd say it's the other way around. It's the establishment, power-hungry, entitled people that are holding everybody else hostage. So good for them. Now, what will it accomplish? We we shall see. I mean, this can go on for a long time. It really can. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And my and, mom says right on Coon Hunter. That's directed at Marty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah. Uh, so we, that that was Murphy, and that's what he's planning to do. Yeah. Um, I would. I would. You know, like you said, he he doesn't want to defund. You know the the sanctuary states and all that. No. But and Democrats, they, they are on the side of criminals, and they hate law abiding citizens. And they yeah, hate people because, who want to follow the, the civil rights of America, I guess, right? Well, it sure seems like it, and, and that's because of us, mm-hmm. us kind of people, well, we love this country, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, we don't vote for liberal commies. You know, you got to remember, everybody, the Democrat Party, and how many times have I said that on here, on the radio, <laughs> or anywhere, mm-hmm. it's the Democrat National Communist Party. It has been taken over by the communist oh, yeah. hard left. Without a and, doubt. And they blew right by socialism. They, they they want to implement. If they could today, they'd implement full communism. They, they well, definitely would. It, since you're talking about uh, Democrat commies, we happen to have one coming <laughs> to North Dakota the end of July here. We do, don't we? And huh? um, you know, some of you people are going to hear this, and you're, you're probably going to get mad or turn your nose up. There he is. Clay put him there up. Eric Church talks candidly about gun control in the NRA. Eric like Church, soy is, boy outfit, and yep, the, the epitome. <laughs> This guy is the epitome of a FUD. And if you don't know what a FUD is, go on the Urban Dictionary. It it, it (laughs) perfectly describes what a FUD is. Yes. And this guy, and we're going to get into Eric Church here. Um, So after the, um, you know, after this, after this um, October thing in 2017 in Vegas, where, where, where this paddock was up there and he killed, got up in, uh, you know, in in the Mandalay Bay, I guess, and, and, Mm-hmm. You know, shot of all these, killed all these people there at the Route 91 harvest. Old, uh, good old Eric Church, he had a few things to say about that. You know, the guy yeah, coming to North Dakota, that a bunch of North Dakota people who own guns, love freedom, love hunting, and have thousands of rounds are going to go and spend their hard-earned money to listen to this asshole who can't stand them sing. Yes, he's got good music. Not, it just it doesn't matter. Guess what? Go That's to somebody else's too. concert who isn't. Yeah, we're we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get into what he's got going here, right? Right, Clayton. So we are, I, and I think what we'll do that is we'll go into a break. We're right. Okay, let's do that because I'm about, yeah, in. I'm about to uncork here. So, so let's uh, let's take a quick break <laughs> and and thank our sponsors, and we'll come back and yeah, uh, take it. care of this communist. 
Guns in the 701 is sponsored by Lauer Auto Repair, located on 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. Doug and the boys are patriots who support your Second Amendment rights with friendly service, decades of experience, competitive pricing, and expert advice for all your auto needs. It's getting colder out, so bring your vehicle in for a checkup and let Doug make sure you won't get stuck out in the cold this season. Stop in and let them know that you heard it on guns and the 701 and you appreciate his support for your freedom and, most importantly, our Second Amendment civil right. That's Lauer Auto Repair, Bismarck, North Dakota. Give them a call, 701-258-6308. Guns and the 701 is sponsored by The Blind Guy of North Dakota for all your custom window coverings. You can contact them at 701 222 They're freedom-minded. They're patriotic, and they love the Second Amendment. This husband-wife team was born and raised right here in North Dakota and based out of Bismarck. Again, for your Second Amendment company, for all your custom window coverings, the blind guy of North Dakota, 701-222-3932, or visit them on the web at blindguynd.com. All right, and again, yeah, we want to thank our uh, sponsors. They, they've been very gracious to us. And we couldn't do it without them. And hey, Axe, I heard you had a had a customer come in and uh, heard it on the guns in the seven hundred one. So hey, yeah, it's, it's working. I'm glad to yeah. hear that. And if that customer's listening, appreciate Thank you doing that. That's awesome. Thank you. As soon Thank as you, you get done much. with uh, with your vehicle, have some blinds put in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. That's a good idea, Clay. Well, a couple comments before we do that here. Well, yeah. uh, this yeah, one here, and I, and I couldn't agree more. Yeah, Eric sure sucks. Uh, <laughs> So I like that. Preparedness and outdoors. That's a new one here following us here. Okay. Thanks appreciate for, you. For, Thank uh, you. Thank listening you very in. much. I appreciate it. And I couldn't agree more. Yeah. hundred percent. If I could agree more than hundred percent with you, um, I would. Won't be yes, going to that Keith, dick show. <laughs> Just trust me. You're going to get even more mad, Keith, when we get into it here. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I can tell you right now, I'm not, I've never been a fan of that new pop country myself, but um, I, I think what you got to do it and we'll go into this. Make sure you get a hold of the North Dakota State Fair and let them know what you think. Uh, yeah. They need to hear oh, this. For I, sure. I can tell you it does work. It's happened before up there, and they've canceled shows. So give them a call. I don't, yeah. Let them know you're not coming. So, so Clay, I'll let before, you take lead on this. Okay, so before we I, we start on this, I just want to say there's going to be people listening that are like, wow, what are you going to do? You know what I mean, so you, you're just going to sit at home and do nothing? No, no, but here's what you can do. After you hear this, what me and Clay are going to talk about, Eric Church, this is one guy you can easily avoid, and it's mm-hmm. it's like pizza. You what are you going to do? Hey, there's pizza. You can eat pizza every day and, and be a big schlubba, or you can eat pizza once a week and you're going to be all right. You you got to minimize the damage, and when all you right. give money to him, he Eric Church um, said he voted for Obama and he refused to vote for Trump. Yes. So if you, you like Donald Trump, I'll guarantee you the guy thinks you're a piece of trash. So. Okay, right. so here we go. Let's just, just yeah. Just so the point is, you, you never, you're right. You're never gonna, you're never gonna get rid of every anti-gun or, or woke thing in your life. You know, you got an iPhone or any phone, really. I mean, it's a necessary evil. But something like this, or going to Disneyland or some crap, you don't have to do that because you, it's easily. Well, look, there's alternatives. There are there's alternatives, alternatives, guys. They they are out there. You just got to search them out. Yeah, and uh, you can't avoid some. You can't avoid it all. Like tonight. We are using equipment that I'm pretty much sure Boy. hates us as Americans. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, let's get into. So he had an interview with the Rolling Stone here, and this is this is what he what he got into right away. <laughs> 
I'm a Second Amendment guy. No, you're not. That's in the as Constitution. As soon as I say that. <laughs> yeah. That's in the Constitution. It's people's right, and I don't believe it's negotiable. Well, obviously you do because we're going to get into that. But nobody should have that many guns and that much ammunition, and we don't know about it. Okay, yeah, so we're going to break it down before I go. He's a constitutional that claims it's in the Constitution. It's your right. He doesn't believe it's negotiable. Wait a minute. He just negotiated that nobody should have that many guns and that much ammunition. You just, you just, I mean, in one just sentence, the, just in the completely opposite <laughs> of each other, and the decided he was going to negotiate it that you don't need, I guess, yeah, AK 41s. I mean, he goes on and says yeah, nobody yeah. should have 21 AKs. Well, you're and, right. Yeah. We should have 25. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And 10,000 rounds of ammunition, and we don't know who they are. So yeah. not only does he think you can't have as many guns as you want, if you got 10,000 rounds, somebody <laughs> needs to know about it because you're a problem. <laughs> That's funny, 10,000 Hey, I thought he said it wasn't negotiable, Clay. Oh. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to continue on with what he's saying here. Something's got to be done so that a person can't have an armory and pin down Las Vegas SWAT for six minutes. That's half bombed up yes he didn't pin down las vegas swat las no. vegas swat sat on the floor below and listened to the guy freaking unloading on people they didn't go up and kick the door in and do what they had to do just like the people down uvalde did uvalde. absolutely yep yeah so okay <laughs> wolf you're right it's only why i listen to hank jr and Waylon. <laughs> <laughs> oh for sure so so, uh, yeah, he, he goes on here. Um, he goes on, you know, there, there are some things we can't stop, like the disgruntled kid who takes his dad's shotgun and walks into a high school. But we could have stopped the guy in Vegas. Okay, so he's fine with the kid taking a shotgun. He can't stop that. I, I beg to differ. You can stop that. You can, you stop, can stop that stop with that. armed people in the schools when this because it's happened. I've talked about it several times on the show. Shotguns, especially a kid in the school, the shotgun or wall were killed 10, wounded 10 more in Texas. And it's happened numerous well, other times. But yep. And we just talked yeah. about last week about the backpacks for the school resource mm-hmm. officers mm-hmm. intended mm-hmm. to do just that stop. Just like stop that. the threat. Okay. So he, he goes on here. Uh, when asked why we failed to stop the Vegas shooter, Church replied, I blame the lobbyists, and the biggest in the world is the... Oh, that evil NRA. Oh, not the NRA. I got no. bad news for you, Eric Church. Um, the NRA is the biggest in the world, but there's a ton of people who think the NRA is weak, so you got a lot of other gun organizations that you should be oh. hating on even more, but but, oh, but they yeah. are the big hammer. The NRA is still a big hammer. They are. <laughs> um, he blames the lobbyists, so... Um, so he blames the NRA, who is up there um, protecting our second uh, civil right. It's in our rights, which he said is non-negotiable. He's blaming them for the Vegas shooting because I don't know why. But the NRA is a civil rights organization, and he said this that's non-negotiable. <laughs> but he said, but he wants them taken down for defending our rights. Well, I'll bet you Paddock wasn't even in the NRA. I know he wasn't. They brought that up. That'd have not. been headline news if he was an NRA member. Oh, yeah, he wasn't even a... Charles Paddock was the name of the guy who did the Vegas yeah. shooting. The, the the guy that we wished was assuming some yeah. room temperature. Yeah. Oh, and then he had to <laughs> emphasize that he is not an NRA member, of course. So, mm-hmm. okay, he's going on here again, and he comes up with his, with his little line here about Second Amendment guy again, right? 
Yeah. I'm a second amendment guy, but I feel like they've been a bit of a roadblock. I don't care who you are. You shouldn't have that kind of power over elected officials. <laughs> to me, it's cut and dry. The gun show loophole would not exist Ooh. if it weren't for the NRA. So at this point in time, if I was an NRA member, I would think I have more of a problem than a solution. I would question my myself real hard about what I wanted to do wanted to be in the next three four or five years so he's telling you if you're an nra member basically you're you're, you're responsible for the vegas shooting and you're the problem there's no gun show loophole <laughs> paddock passed every freaking background check the fantasy leftists want you to do yep. there, there's nothing in his background what do you what you know what are you gonna do what are you gonna do hey by the way i guess time ran out uh 206 yay 210 nay to adjourn so it looks like they're going to keep going they keep trying to duck that that's just a little update from the house okay appreciate that doug and yeah uh, so gun show loophole um the, the lobby the nra's power is yeah they have lobbyists every 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 business has a lobbyist who, who's big it's not just gun and the gun lobbies oh. people like me and clay and the people listening to the show who call their senators and congressmen and city officials and whatever and, and want them to defend our rights. The NRA is the NRA is just our hammer. I mean, we're swinging it, man. It's we're part of the five million plus members of the NRA that does our lobbying through the ILA on our behalf. Trust right. me, they do hear from people. <laughs> I can tell you at every level, especially if you're a local field rep, you do hear it all, and uh, even mm-hmm. get threatened. Your life gets threatened by some of them real tolerant people, but. Yeah, Vance yeah. brings up that Tim McGraw can go. Him and Crint, basically talking about church. Tim McGraw yeah. can go crawl in their safe space, try each other's dresses well, on. Tim him. McGraw was another guy. Well, I can't remember I'm going to bring that up. He, this was yep, in that he, same article. Uh, Aldine, Tim McGraw, and Faith Hill. All. I mean, Jason Aldine. He was sitting there, and uh, he says he called the con- gun control debate a no-win situation, and that uh, he's a singer that believes it's too easy to get access to firearms. Hmm, too easy. I don't know about you, but the last time I went and bought a firearm, it, I mean, it wasn't exactly difficult, but mm-hmm. it was more difficult than buying groceries. I mean, I had to pick it out. They had to take it behind the counter, fill out the paperwork, do the, mm-hmm. I mean, I, it goes on here and talks about how it's too easy you to get You have to do guns. that before you go to church or if before you go to get an abortion, <laughs> you got to pass a background check. And, nah, no, that's, that's okay. right. I will say he this says, about Al D, you know, I was right after that, and he he did come around. Now he's uh, he, he he's pretty stout conservative now, so I'll, I'll give him a break on that. Well, back then he was talking about how right you get one in five minutes. I don't know about you, I've never been able to go buy a gun and get it in five minutes from an, five from minutes? an unlicensed uh, FFL dealer. No, well, I mean, it just doesn't happen if I'm a licensed FFL. Yeah, yeah. there's other things that goes on. Now, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill are both, both still commies. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, Tim McGraw, if I remember, right, owns a, he even owns some restaurants, too, just like uh, the other commie, Toby Keith, who will not allow firearms in their facilities for concealed carry. Oh, yeah. He doesn't, huh? No. Okay. He goes, look, I'm a bird hunter. That, uh, you know, I always love that. (laughs) Hey, I'm a hunter. That gives me credibility on on the gun issue. No, no, don't. Uh, Probably a FUD. I love the wings you got. This Tim McGraw you got here. Yeah. However, it takes some common sense. It's necessary when it comes to gun control. Well, you're right. It takes some common sense (laughs) for me to control my firearm and, and use it properly and function it to hit my target. That's gun control to me. 
Because they want to make it about the Second Amendment every time it's brought up. But it's not about the Second Amendment. Wait a second. Gun control isn't about the Second Amendment? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's not? I mean, that's it, 100% about it. 100%. Yeah, I, I just, I, I laugh at that. They actually bring up a great thing. NRA isn't even in the top 20 lobbies. As far as money goes, you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They do carry a lot of weight because of reputation in DC. Because grassroots activism is because that's right. And that's what gives them the power. It's the people. Mm-hmm. Which what's wrong with the people having the power over their representatives and senators? That's actually how it should work. Leftists don't like that. Leftists don't like that because they like absolute power. Mm-hmm. But and they really don't want anybody with a with an opposing opinion. But he's right. <laughs> yeah. Doug yeah. is absolutely right. When it comes to money, <laughs> doesn't even hit the top twenty lists. Not even Mike Bloomberg himself far outspends the NRA. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so he was talking about the loophole here, the gun show loophole, right? Um Eric Mm. Church and like I said, um the the guy in Vegas, he he bought he bought his firearms, he bought it a gun show, so he had to go through an FFL back. He did a background check. There was no gun show loophole. No, no gun show loophole, guys. Yeah, and and when they refer yeah. to the gun show loophole, that is that is the private sale. That'd be like, hey Jamie, God, I got, you know, I really want to get rid of one of these, which <laughs> yeah. means I'm probably on drugs or something. But anyway, <laughs> how, how about you? You want to buy that from me? And you go, sure, I'll buy that from you. Mm-hmm. And we make a make a we come to an agreement and make the sale. I'm not yeah. a dealer and I'm not in the business, but uh, it's my personal property, and you wanted it, so we made a deal. That's what they're talking about with the gun show loophole. And anybody that's been to a gun show, I don't know if anybody out there has. I imagine everybody. I can tell you right now, most of the guys in there are licensed FFL dealers anymore. You once in a while get the person who's selling their private collection, but not very often. It's mostly FFL mm-hmm. dealers. Yeah. So do you got to do a background check when you when you sell a computer to somebody? Because, I mean, they might use that for their First Amendment rights. Oh, yeah, or they might hack you, so maybe they should be checked out, make sure they don't have an <laughs> evil background. My AR <laughs> okay, is a Doug, player, just uh, another another Speaker of the House update. They keep changing the vote to adjourn. Now it's 216 yay and 240. Oh, they must have found those mail-in ballots, Doug. That's what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Nobody creating gun laws has common sense. Thus lies part of the problem. Absolutely right, Vance. Absolutely right. Well, listen to Joe Biden talk about guns, and he's a huge gun control gun. Oh, he's a Second Amendment um, ab- abolitionist is what he is. Yes. So, I mean, they don't know anything about guns. These people are complete idiots. Absolutely. They're, they're morons, and this is about control. Every single country that has went down in history, the path of a dictatorship or mm-hmm. a, or communism or, you know, name your poison, What's the first thing they do? They disarm the populace. Hell, I just, I was reading an article today about how down in Brazil now, all of a sudden, now they're talking about disarming the people down there. Oh yeah, Bolsonaro expanded their rights and all the the commie got in and there's the first thing they're doing, sniping them out. You put that up there, yeah, like Lynette says here, yet Tim McGraw is on a gunslinging Yellowstone spin. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's in there. Saving his own bacon and 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 defending his family and friends and getting you know getting his big ranch built up. What do he do it with guns and guts? Guns. Well, yep. yeah, but but he's out there. Well, wow, you should just go out and sh- you know shoot some birds at your twelve gauge. He ain't doing it on the show with a twelve gauge. He's no. got a rifle and a pistol and a twelve gauge. 
Costner's no different, guys. He's not a Second Amendment man, and he's on that commie China-funded Yellowstone, and I just know I pissed off a bunch of people. Yeah. I'll never watch that. Yeah. If you knew the background on who funds that entire thing, oh, it's bad. And yeah, then he I mean, goes, oh, what about, oh, remember remember Baldwin? Oh, what happened to him? Alec Baldwin, we ain't heard nothing about lately. You know, he shot no. a guy. No, he shot a gal and a guy. He killed a gal yeah, and shot a guy. Him. I mean... Yeah. Accident, yeah, I suppose, but nonetheless, you were using a, that one of them evil guns on one of your shows to make money, but yet you advocate that mm-hmm. we shouldn't have them. I mean, mm-hmm. these here, they've never killed nobody, never had no accidents. I have two kids that have grown up around yes. guns, stored like that yet. Yeah, <laughs> well, they may, they may, maybe, maybe so, have a blue, blue if, UN if you, helmets or something. If, <laughs> if you do watch Yellowstone, I will say this, um. Rip the the guy in there. Rip he 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 did an interview in the NRA mag. Uh, Rip's Rip's pretty pro Second Amendment. Seems pretty right wing from the interview I seen did with him. But yeah, you're right, Costner. I don't know about the rest of the guys in the movie, but I do know Rip, who's one of the main guys, is is pretty badass. So taking you. I don't watch. I, I did watch like the first <laughs> two years, but it started kind of to me. The plot started kind of repeating over, and I was like, "Well, okay, I've." seen this before so you know and i think they were trying to capture some of the oh the longmire crowd i don't know if you ever watched longmire oh yeah i like longmire yeah for sure Um, longmire's i love that show and that guy was actually you know they talk about australia here someone mentioned australia if Mm -hmm. i remember right i think that's where that actor originated from if i remember but i'd have to really check that out i know that he, he was kind of a unknown when when they brought him on and i thought he did a hell of a job yeah oh yeah that was great yeah, you're right, though, Kevin. I bet Australia has regrets, the people themselves, for not fighting back. <laughs> Joe will be next on Yellowstone bird hunting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Axe, are you enjoying a little peach crown like we are? Yeah. Actually, yeah. <laughs> you know, when I'm out there, he's a fireball guy. So, okay. Well, I'll which I did that. partake in some last night with my dad and my buddy Trav. Dad mm. came up and we went up to a local establishment here. We had a good time. They want some money gambling. I don't. I don't really enjoy gambling. They do. But. <laughs> I'm gonna give Axe right. a call tomorrow, just so you know. I'm gonna be calling you, Axe, because it's time to get that Dodge scheduled and mm-hmm. get that stupid uh, little kid uh, leveling kit and, and lift the uh, kid out of my damn pickup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Lynette says uh, <laughs> Beth is a uh, just as badass. I don't think she needs a gun. I I think Beth has a gun, and I thought. Could be. Maybe she, she is a badass on the show, but I mean, is that I, the one that got out of the hot tub naked? I saw something. Yeah, one, yeah. Well, there's one part two, and a guy was going to shoot her, and she just, <laughs> she didn't give a shit. But it was that was back she, in the early days of it. But. She plays the opposite character of. Uh, she was also the wife of the guy in Heaven Is for Real, which was a pastor's wife, and their their kid died, and he, you know, he. She did. Beth? No, she didn't. She was the mother, but she was a very. She plays the opposite character in Yellowstone. I mean, uh, she they would have never thought of being a that character cussing and. <laughs> well, I always thought if I was an actor, I could I could play leftist good because I can't stand them, and I can I think oh. that'd be fun to do. So that's why they're actors. Anyway. Yeah, that's why they're actors. So. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, we got Eric Church. If if you're in North Dakota and you're going to that Eric Church, definitely not pro Second Amendment. 
guarantee he hates your ar-15s and if you got you know yep. you got your bolt action and your two and your double barrel he might be okay with that and and you certainly can have more than 100 rounds in your house otherwise you're a you're an mve <laughs> so you're not a real hunter either if you got more yeah 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 <laughs> marty audie murphy is the only movie star i watch to hell with. yeah audie murphy is that's definitely we're going to Midwest badass coming up. I think Audie Murphy is from Texas. And, I'm not sure, but he Audie Murphy's a super. He's an American badass. And I can tell you this: I know Marty don't watch nothing. I I caught the show with you and Trent, and he was trying to bring up movies, and you'd never heard of them, and they were common. So I know that Marty don't watch much. Other than <laughs> 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 well, tell you what, let's uh, take a quick break here, okay. and, and recognize our sponsors again, and then. Um, I think we'll come back and probably go into our uh, Midwest Badass. Uh, Midwest thing. Badass, Mr. Hugh Glass. Oh, yeah. All right. Here we go. All right. Let's Guns go. in the 701 is sponsored by Lauer Auto Repair, located on 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. Doug and the boys are patriots who support your Second Amendment rights with friendly service, decades of experience, competitive pricing, and expert advice for all your auto needs. It's getting colder out, so bring your vehicle in for a checkup and let Doug make sure you won't get stuck out in the cold this season. Stop in and let him know that you heard it on guns and the 701 and you appreciate his support for your freedom and, most importantly, our Second Amendment civil right. That's Lauer Auto Repair, Bismarck, North Dakota. Give him a call, 701-258-6308. Guns and the 701 is sponsored by The Blind Guy of North Dakota. For all your custom window covering, you can contact them at 701-222-3932. They're freedom-minded, they're patriotic, and they love the Second Amendment. This husband-wife team was born and raised right here in North Dakota and based out of Bismarck. Again, for your Second Amendment company, for all your custom window coverings, the blind guy of North Dakota, 701-222-3932, or visit them on the web at blindguynd.com. All right. So our, our Midwest badass of the month <laughs> is going to be Mr. Hugh Glass. So let's give the proper intro. I kind of reworked it. Okay. That's there. some good music little... you picked there, Clay. Hey, Serena, yeah. you didn't. You only missed half of it. You made it for the second half. You can go back and rewatch the rest. What was that? Yeah, Serena, she got a comment oh. there. Damn, I missed it. I said, no, you didn't. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> yeah, we still, so, we still got it. Yeah, Serena and Allen own the bar in Golden Valley. If you come up in a oh, couple okay. of weeks, Clay, you'll, you'll meet them. So, oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, I, I, I always see your videos. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we we're Clay and I started the first Midwest badass was Joe Foss. And what made me think of Hugh Glass is actually the first time I went down to Clay's place, he told me where your Shade Hill Lake is, that that's mm -hmm. actually where the, the 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 Revenant with the Leonardo DiCaprio movie, that's actually where this took place with Hugh Glass. Yeah, that's uh, and there's a memorial down there. In fact, mm -hmm. uh, I thought I had that loaded up here, right here. So if you get down there and you're going and you're traveling around Shade Hill oh, Reservoir, you will see the Hugh Glass uh, monument, and it it talks about, you know, what happened, uh, where it happened, and and where it, you can see where the Grand mm -hmm. River, the South and the North Fork come together. Now remember, there was no reservoir here when that happened, mm -hmm. so 
it was just two rivers. It looks nothing like that worthless movie. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Hollywood took some liberties with it. So yeah. So I mean, you know, here's just I, I was just kind of going through some things, uh, and you know, there was a little description. You know, in 1823, an American fur trapper Hugh Glass was attacked by a grizzly bear during his exploitation of the Upper Missouri River. Of course, as you were talking about, you know now that the Grand River actually dumps into the Missouri River. Yep. After being thrown to the ground by a bear, he got up and repeatedly stabbed that bear with his knife until it died. He was left for dead 200 miles from the nearest settlement, had a broken leg, cuts exposing bear ribs and festering wounds. He regained consciousness, set his leg, used maggots to eat off the dead flesh, and crawled his way back to civilization over six weeks. Survived on roots, berries, and even chased wolves away from a bison carcass when he returned home. He got his rifle back and continued his work as a trapper. Now, that's a lot of information in one little yeah. paragraph about you. Yeah, I kind of encapsulated it. But so you kind I, of get the idea. Yeah, I, I got a story from the, where I got it from is is uh, the AmericanCowboy.com. I, there's a lot of great history stuff on there. I like mm-hmm. that website. I'm not a real cowboy at all, but they got good stuff no. on there. Yeah. So, yeah, he uh, before he was a mountain man, uh, he joined this Ashley Henry Fur Trapping Brigade. When he was around 40, which, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was around 40, which was older than middle age at that time, for sure. Yeah. You're 40 back in, uh, back in 1823. You're probably getting to be an old man, but that's, that's when he first got into this. And this Ashley Henry party left St. Louis in the spring of 1823, making its way up the Missouri river. And within a short time, of course, they were uh, set upon by Arikara Indians mm-hmm. at a fight, and 15 of their guys were dead. Um, old Hugh was wounded in the leg, of course. You know, he yep. lived, but 15 didn't. And, and, uh, and uh, he, he, you know, eventually healed up again. And then and uh, he was on a he was scouting and says he was scouting ahead of the brigade near the Forks of the Grand River, which is the Forks of the Grand River, is is what up by Williston. Well, or is it, it down by South Dakota there somewhere. It, the Forks of the Grand River, if it's the Grand River, is right where I showed you where that uh, monument okay. was. If okay, you look right off there. That, okay, that's you awesome. see that point out there. That's where the South and the North Forks merge wow. in the reservoir. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, okay, um, yeah. <laughs> So uh, yeah, he he was doing that. He was healed up, and he 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 entered a thicket to hunt for some berries. Immediately stumbled across a sow grizzly and her two cubs. And regrettably <laughs> for old Hugh, he he got the bad end of your thing. There says he stabbed it to death. Um, the, the account here says he he did get up and he was he was he was hacking away with his knife. And, and it's time these guys got over there. Um, they put several balls from their muskets into the thing and, and finally brought it down right next to Hugh. But he was stabbing away, and they were shooting it, I guess. And you know, and that's the thing about ago, so. the Hugh Glass story, guys. It, it is – I mean, I've I've grown up listening to it just as most of us have around here because it's mm-hmm. such a part of, of the Shade Hill area and the Grand River. But I can tell you right now, there's a lot of uh, folklore and, and I'm sure a lot of embellishment oh, yeah. and a lot of – Things people didn't quite remember that got added to that. Yeah, incident. like any story will, like any yes. story. And uh, yeah, so he he was barely alive, I guess, and bleeding from a number of wounds. And these other trappers came over to make him comfortable and just kind of sat around, and expected him to to kick the bucket. But you mm. know, old, 
old glass. He survived the night, and then the next um, the next few days, he didn't really improve a whole lot. And then this Major Henry, who was head of this expedition, um, decided that the party had to move on and get going, and, and to avoid, you know, he thought the Indians were kind of seeing where they were, and they were going to get an attack on them. So he offered to pay two guys forty each which at that time was the equivalent of two or three months oh. pay to, to, to remain with Hugh, though Raymond's glass, until he died and then catch up with him. Yep. So the two guys, this one guy's name was John Fitzgerald, and the other one, you'll maybe recognize this, some of you people, Jim Bridger, the Jim <laughs> Bridger Ranger in Montana. And there's even yeah. some skepticism about exactly what went on there. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, they they – they they say that there was a, a kid or a young man that was named Bridger. Yeah. They don't necessarily know if it was Jim Bridger. Um, there are some, there's not a real account of it. Um, it's just been passed down by, by folklore. And so was it? I don't know. Um, nobody really knows what the truth is on that, but Hey, that's okay. Yeah. The cowboy. Hey, Lynette, the cow- um, I'm going to answer her. Go, the monument yeah, is South of Lemon down by the Shade Hill Reservoir. So if you know where Lemon, South Dakota is, it's about a, oh, about 100 miles, 125 miles south and west of Bismarck. And then you go down the Shade Hill Reservoir, which is about another 12 miles down to that monument, I would imagine, because you got to take the gravel scenic road that they mm-hmm. made that goes down by the Hugh Glass campground. So Hugh Glass is ingrained around here. But yeah, it's kind of a cool little, you know, if you're looking for a, a spring yeah. or summer fall drive that's a nice area nice down place. there too for sure and I, I i was pretty impressive with the terrain down there and, <laughs> yeah, eric, and eric i've used that i've used that monument when i used to hunt the public land from us hunting deer <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're, hey you're welcome serena we're, we got a, we got a little bit more to go but you're welcome and yeah. this, this is and then the reason we said midwest badass is because this guy was mostly in the midwest he did get into the mountains over there a little bit but well but, and he uh, uh they don't know for sure, but they, they think, you know, they think that he was born around Pennsylvania to a Scottish, mm-hmm. possibly Scott yep. Irish parents. They, they're not sure, but that's kind of what they have. He was quite the scrapper. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, like I said, the two men who stayed back were, was this John Fitzgerald, a seasoned trapper and, and allegedly this other guy, you know, Jim Bridger. Yes. Um, you know, they kind of settled in there and are just kind of waiting for, for Glass to die, but he didn't. And this Fitzgerald kind of, for lack of a better term, got sick of waiting around and wanted to catch up with the crew. So we kind of convinced this, this Bridger that, hey, there's nothing we can do. He's going to kick the bucket anyway. So <laughs> what yeah. they did, they took his old Glass's rifle and knife and, and everything took all else. all his stuff. Yeah, anything that he had left, you know. And, well, of course... You know, true part of it was Glass regained his consciousness and and uh, started dragging himself to the water nearby spring that he knew of, um, snakes and buffalo berries and whatever you could eat. Probably, I'm sure if you're laying there, you're damn near starving to death. You eat whatever <laughs> you, you know, get close to you. And um, yeah, he went around like Clay said in the opening there. The same thing. Mine says he kind of found uh, he watched these wolves kill a a, a buffalo. Uh, what, what do you call the young buffalo? I don't know what the calf, heck you call I don't know. You yeah, mean, calf. There you go. Yeah. And then so he went out and kind of fed on that. And and um, he calculated that he was he was covering a mile a day when he was crawling. And But he knew, yeah. you know, he had to do better than that. So 
eventually he he stood up, you know, and um, and that's, Can you imagine and he's, that? He's start, yeah, God, crawling up ten mile. I mean, a mile a day. And then, oh. you know, he walked up right, and then he figured once he got walking, he was making 10, which probably 10 miles a day. I mean, there, trust me, there's no roads he wasn't walking on roads when he was doing this either. So. No, he, he was on his own. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, he got to this Fort Kiowa, I guess, right. which which um, which is About in South Dakota miles. as well. Yep. Yeah, where's that at? You know, I, looked I, it I up believe if I remember right, it's down there by Chamberlain, if I remember the story I, yeah, correctly. I think you are right. I tell you what, I got a, I got a screenshot. Of it, where, mm-hmm. where the heck that was? I'm gonna look at it. Fort Kiowa is. I think it's down by that yeah, chamber Chamberlain, area. South Dakota. Yep. There you go, and yep. Big Bend of the Missouri. Yes. It was built in 1822 by the Columbia Fur Company. Okay. I think he tried to go to the other fort first. Um, I don't remember the name of. You gotta remember, I, I've grown up with this story, so I'm kind of mm-hmm. recollecting this from when we yeah. were kids. Yeah, I mean, you know a little more about it than me. But it seemed like that fort by that time had been abandoned. So they, I think it was Ford Henry, if I remember right. So that's okay. why he had to keep going on. And I just, that seems like that's what I remember being told. Mm-hmm. Heck, when we were in Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts at camps, you know, camping out at the Boy Scout cabin out there at the lake, I mean, that was the big thing to tell the big story about Jim Bridger and, <laughs> and Hugh Glass. And it was kind of cool. So, yeah, and then uh, of course on his on his trek back, he, he he damn near got stampeded by some buffalo, and and of course uh, some of Rickaraz. It must have been Rickaraz must have been around there before the Sioux, but um, the Rickaraz he, he he you know he hid from them too. The war parties are out looking, and, and of course they'd have found old Hugh. They'd have finished the job of the grizzly bear, but <laughs> but they didn't. And so he finally finally gets himself recuperated here. And he joined an expedition to the Mandan villages. Well, really? Okay. And you know where that's at. Yeah. Yeah. He was told that the Ashley Henry company was wintering at at Fort Henry. You know where that's at, Clay? Yeah. Now that's, that's, that's because I got the wrong one there. Fort Henry is the one that it's up by the Yellowstone, right? I'm, I'm not sure. I'm just seeing it was Fort Henry. I didn't actually look it up. I was assuming Okay, so, so that's it, like I said, it's been a long time since I've had to recollect this, this story he, that was told. To yeah, me. so he he gets there, he gets he gets to Fort Henry here because he figured this Fitzgerald and Bridger would would uh, be along with the rest of this party, mm-hmm. and he set out in, in mid November, and sure enough, on New Year's Eve, he gets to this place, and there's a storm outside, and of course, all these guys are in drinking and partying. It's New Year's Eve, and <laughs> rough and tumble crew. No. Yeah, he, uh, they're pounding on the gate here, and these guys open it up, and the first thing Glass says is, where's Fitzgerald and Bridger? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess this Fitzgerald joined the Army, and they they said he's kind of untouchable, and if Glass wouldn't kill him, you know, they'd, he'd get hanged for killing somebody. But uh, yep. Bridger was there, uh, apparently, and he was, he was in the corner. I'm sure he was... Um, Shit and rubber nickels, to use a modern term. There's <laughs> Jim Bridger but, or, or there he, okay, what? yep. You know, bear claw scars on him. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, he and so Glass figured um, Bridger was pretty young, and maybe this Fitzgerald influenced him, so he spared his life after yep. giving him a good chewing out. And of course, Jim Bridger went on to uh, maybe oh. kind of turned his life around because I guess he felt guilty as hell, you know. And, 
Which whatever well, I'll do, done stuff. And doing. there's been some, it, it's just, it's always amazing to me when you get into this stuff, what's folklore and what's real, what's been made up. And there's even people claiming that he didn't really go out looking for them. He went out looking for his stuff. He's pissed off. They took their stuff, his stuff. <laughs> and that was his real motivation. Maybe he was hoping for a fight. I mean, mm-hmm. I'd be pissed, but I don't think that, I mean, I don't know. I mean, we'll never know. And Sometimes they base it on, well, I'll show you this letter. So here's a letter, and it's the only one known that has survived that Mm -hmm. was written by Hugh Glass. It's on display down at the South Dakota Heritage Center. And then I'll bring up what it actually says because you can't really read it. Right. And they figured that, you know, I mean, here's a guy that's, you know, he is a badass. I mean, he's tough. You You know, the man that couldn't be killed, basically. Yeah. And he wrote, Dear Sir. My painful duty is to tell you of the depth of your son who befell at the hands of the Indians the second day of June and early morning. He died a little while after he was shot and asked me to inform you of his sad fate. So the story goes that as this guy was was dying, mm-hmm. he he basically said, "Hey, and it, John Gardner, please, you know, let my parents know that I died." Because you know, back then they might have never knew what never happened. Never known, yeah. We brought him to the ship where he soon died. Mr. Smith, a young man of our company, made a powerful prayer, which moved us all greatly. And I am persuaded that John died in peace. His body we buried with the others near this camp and marked the grave with a log. His things that we will send to you, the savages, are greatly treacherous. I mean, when you read that paragraph, here's a guy that has empathy. He's trying to console these people mm-hmm. in in word, really. Think about that. A mountaineer man, front, frontiers man. He's trying to put this into three paragraphs and comfort the parents. Which he did pretty good. He did. We traded with them as friends, but after a great storm of rain and thunder, they came at us before the light and many were hurt. I myself was shot in the leg, so he got shot again, or he got hey. injured again. And Master well, This is the first is, time he got shot, because I was 18, 20, 23 uh, when they yeah. went on, so this must have been when he got shot. Yes. Master Ashley is bound to stay in these parts till the traitors are rightly punished. Your observant servant, Hugh Glass. So I found that interesting. And like I said, this this letter is actually on display. That's awesome. At the South Dakota Heritage uh, mm-hmm. Center, or well, they call it the Cultural Heritage Center in Pierre. So, yeah, I didn't even know they had that. So next time I'm in Pierre, I kind of want to go down there and visit. Yeah. Um, so you even know they had that. So, so we're probably all wondering. I mean, if a bear that couldn't kill this guy, what what finally killed him, right? <laughs> yeah. So Glass returned to his trapper's life and his legend spread throughout the nation. The yes. account was no doubt improved upon over time. And here's what Marty said in the comments. Reflecting the old Western maxim, any story you can improve on just ain't worth telling. <laughs> yeah. So old Hugh ultimately was killed 10 years later in, guess what, his old buddies the Arikara. They got him 10 they years got later. Him. They finally got him. They and, finally uh, got him. So yeah, the Indians finally did kill him, and uh, yeah, and that wasn't that that wasn't an unusual thing in those days. Um, but now yeah, before Arik- he's turned into a legend for sure. That's that, that's yeah. a, that's a, that's a Midwest badass right there, my yes, friend. Yes, it is. There's I, not a I mean, person when, alive right now, maybe other than Marty, that could pull that one off. <laughs> I think Marty <laughs> could do it. I mean, he got bucked off a horse, broke his pelvis, and he went right back to riding pretty soon. So yeah, yeah. But yeah, among I can others, tell you right I mean, now. Hugh Glass, I mean, this, you know, 1823, 1824, all this stuff. Think mm-hmm. about it. 
Here it is, 2022. And we are still talking about Hugh Glass. I mean, that's kind of amazing, really. I mean, that... Uh, <laughs> Because there's happen. nothing like that. There's nothing like that. A no. guy pulls himself and walks 200 and some miles after that. I mean, that's quite amazing. I don't know. If, I don't know if there's anybody, you know, 200 years later that would have the fortitude to do it anymore. Uh, that's <laughs> why I said other than Marty. But I mean, uh, I got a big will to survive, but I uh, tell you what, that would be overwhelming odds. Man, I'm going to tell you, I'd be dead. <laughs> I ain't gonna say I'd make it. I'd give it one hell of a try, but yeah, I'd probably coyotes or something would get me. Um, and not having a gun—that's the big thing. <laughs> I don't Marty. know about that. I don't know about Marty, that, I'm Marty. A... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying you're as tough as Hugh, but I'm not gonna agree with your comment about yourself. There, you're selling yourself way short, my friend. We got one advantage <laughs> now, though. If it happened, we probably don't have to go 200 miles to find civilization and get help. no. And like so, I said, when Hugh did it, there was no road. He wasn't following Hugh, some straight line flat. No medical help. Up, <laughs> Kevin down. kills, I'd be a goner. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you, Kevin. I'd be too. I'd make it a little bit. But... So speaking of that, Kevin, as, as the story when we were kind of doing some research in this and they think that he came from that Pennsylvania area, mm-hmm. I'd be curious yeah, to know right. if you've ever heard anything out there in Pennsylvania about him. because Maybe his real name is Hugh Gillis. <laughs> Maybe you're a long, long, long lost descendant. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Serena says, same fellas, I'd give it a go, but probably wouldn't come out on the good side of that things. Yeah, I agree with you, Serena. That's that's uh that's some toughness right there. That's unbelievable. And and those guys were tough. I mean they had yeah. to be. The people that came out here and settled were some tough well, badasses. I mean, I mean that's just the I, way it was. I look back at my grandparents and compared to, to what I am and even my dad <laughs> I mean he grew up with you know they had the outhouse and that and there's no way I could compare to the toughness of my dad even and then you go back another couple generations that that's unbelievable in the well I look at uh, right now just the blizzard we came through mm-hmm. I have a generator I have diesel on hand I had a mm-hmm. have two front wheel assist tractors with a one with a blower and a, I mean, we got through the blizzard fairly easy. I mean, yeah. really, in reality, I can't imagine doing that a hundred years ago. <laughs> well, a hundred years ago is just nineteen twenty two. Yeah, you didn't have these conveniences out. I mean, I know this place didn't see electricity till like nineteen sixty something, mm-hmm. and not that it wasn't around here. They just didn't want it. Um, just like my my mother in law's parents they didn't get it till close to the 70s because he just looked at that as another bill he didn't need <laughs> i mean that was how he yeah i know it. i know i got you for sure my grandma would tell me you know if you, you went in there you didn't flush the toilet until that thing was good and used because you're going to burn <laughs> yeah. the pump out before it's time so <laughs> so i mean when you look at the difference even just from then to now yes we got it pretty good um I mean, we've got some fortitude if you, to live out here. You better have, or you're not going to make it here either, even today. Yeah. There's, but it, modern conveniences have made it very, very nice. There's something to be said for the good old days, but I got to be honest with you. Other, <laughs> other, I mean, there's, I prefer the good new days, honestly. I don't, and I, I certainly don't want to have old Hugh Glass's musket. <laughs> I like it when I can drop that 20 rounder in there and, and uh, let I'll her go. I'll take something like one of these modern. <laughs> yeah. the modern the modern yeah. musket. I could tell you this: if if old Hugh had had one of those with a twenty round mag and a thirty cal, that bear probably wouldn't have got him. So, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, uh, Scotch Irish here in Pennsylvania. I 
I mean, except my grandma and my dad's side came from Transil. Oh, part vampire. Vlad the Impaler, man. <laughs> Vlad. <laughs> but, tell you what, be, before we go into your happy ending, let's uh, take one more yep, say profit that. break. Let's do it, and buddy. Thank our sponsors, and then we'll come back and do the happy ending yes, of sir. the week. Historic artifacts under lock and key at the South Dakota Cultural Heritage Museum. I queued up the wrong thing. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Imagine that, right? All right, guys. I believe I have it here. Guns in the 701 is sponsored by Lauer Auto Repair, located on 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. Doug and the boys are patriots who support your Second Amendment rights with friendly service, decades of experience, competitive pricing, and expert advice for all your auto needs. It's getting colder out, so bring your vehicle in for a checkup and let Doug make sure you won't get stuck out in the cold this season. Stop in and let them know that you heard it on guns and the 701 and you appreciate his support for your freedom and, most importantly, our Second Amendment civil right. That's Lauer Auto Repair, Bismarck, North Dakota. Give them a call, 701-258-6308. Guns and the 701 is sponsored by the Blind Guy of North Dakota for all your custom window coverings. You can contact them at 701-222-3932. They're freedom-minded. They're patriotic, and they love the Second Amendment. This husband-wife team was born and raised right here in North Dakota and based out of Bismarck. Again, for your Second Amendment company, for all your custom window coverings, the Blind Guy of North Dakota, 701-222-3932, or visit them on the web at blindguynd.com. And again, like I said, we want to thank those sponsors. Uh, They've been great supporters of the show and allowed us to stay on and do what we do. We're glad to hear that it's working and uh, some people are stopping in. So, again, if you need yeah. some great repairs and you've got some blinds, guys, you know where to go. Lara Auto Repair and uh, the blind guy in North Dakota. They'll take and, care of you. Wyatt and Doug are great. And when you go there, don't forget. That's tell right. them where you heard about it, the blind guy. You heard the blind. You go to the blind guy. You go to... Lauer Auto, tell me you heard it on Guns in the 701. You appreciate them supporting shows that support your freedoms. Absolutely, absolutely. So I guess that's going to lead us here. Uh, we're going to go in our happy ending of the week. Yep. we got a couple Thanks, of announcements after that. And, yeah, uh, we got a few things. And then uh, we're going to call it a night and kind of keep it at mm-hmm. that hour because that seems to be the, the moment here. So yeah. I'm going to go in. Uh, are you ready for our intro to the happy <laughs> ending of the week? I know you Hell love yeah, it. Here yeah. we go. I do love it. oh yeah so if you're listening on uh on the podcast that uh, clay's got a video of it's a guy working behind the counter somebody comes in and tries to rob him while he gets uh he gets <laughs> he gets a pistol in his mouth and <laughs> yeah besides that's not the thing to do so yeah hey, uh, thanks brian yeah i mean and if you guys got some ideas for that badass uh spot uh we're o- always yeah. open to them we've been actually throwing some around here uh in the so next, the next one we're gonna do spots. is uh yeah clay kind of brought it up I, I didn't even think about it was uh what's the monument down there and crazy horse right clay we were gonna crazy do? horse yeah. yeah and the guy that uh that you know they got a monument down there and i can yeah. tell you right now super bad crazy horse was a badass um, yeah. i know a little history about him but I, we'll save that for the segment because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know i know sitting bull gets a lot of the of the of the press but i'm telling you right now crazy horse yeah <laughs> yeah he, he was a good chief he really alpha was, male so. big time 
Big oh, time, big time. Okay, so we're so uh, this this uh, this week's thanks, this Kevin. Week's, uh, yeah, thanks everybody. Yeah, thanks for that. Show. I appreciate you guys just hanging in there. We're not done yet. We got a few more things here for you, but oh, especially this one. one. The happy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Elmer. Okay. You're right. Yeah, I, and I've read Elmer. I've read his book, and that is an awesome book, Marty. So yeah, that's that's. I'm all right. I'm gonna have that to the list here. So yeah, write <laughs> it down. Okay. We got about three or four of them here. Let's let's do that. Oh, <laughs> hey, guys, and everybody, keep your fingers crossed. Clay and I are around long enough to uh, to uh, get these get these Midwest badasses out there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so today this this week's happy ending is coming to us from uh, Rainier Beach, Washington, where our buddy Travis is area up there but he just haven't seen him tonight but uh you know um yeah so a guy there a man inside his his apartment defended himself when an intruder broke into the unit and opened fire on sunday november 20th that's this year 2022 so guy just breaks in starts cranking freaking rounds right right so around 10 30 uh the 39 year old intruder arrived at the apartment which belonged to his ex-girlfriend okay so we got crazy ex-boyfriend right Uh, kicked the door down armed with a gun the intruder immediately opened fire a 19 year old man inside the apartment armed himself and returned fire the 19 year old rounds found their mark striking the intruder multiple times when police arrived they found the wounded intruder who was taken to the local medical center for treatment and kept under hospital guard no one else was injured during the incident except for the pile of turds that kicked the door in (laughs) <laughs> so it's not a fairy tale but it is a happy ending because good citizen used his second amendment rights and his beautiful firearm to defend himself absolutely yeah I, it's just I, i'm gonna pull this up here i'm doing yep. my little sheet screen share and eh, maybe it's i don't know if it's any better Mm-mm. but um yeah you can find us on the armed citizen there um at, at the american rifleman.com but mm-hmm. that is a that is a very happy ending i mean yeah, it could have been happier. Yeah, it could have been a fairy tale <laughs> ending. But so Clay and I are going to be on um, Todd Mitchell's show Friday, Mitchell yes. in the morning, KFOR five fifty AM at eight forty. And I can tell you right now, one of the things we're going to talk about, Clay, since we're talking about movies and whatnot, mm-hmm. Avatar director James Cameron. We all know Avatar; it's all over the freaking TV and, and advertisements. And I mean, you can't go on a website without it popping up. He regrets gunplay in his past films, and he's happy to live in New Zealand where, quote, our assault weapons are banned. Oh, really? What's I'm happy you're there too, scumbag. Why don't you stay there? Yeah, James Comey? That was, that was, that was that what it was? <laughs> yeah, James Comey James Comey run, yeah. Yeah, so we're going to hit on that, and I'm sure we'll have another another topic we're going to hit on. For sure, Todd's going to be back. and. Last yep, week, and, last uh, week we had some technical difficulties there, and Clay had, to, <laughs> Clay had to go it alone for whatever reason. I couldn't get in. I called and called, and it, it wouldn't let me in. So I don't I know can what tell happened. you that was. Yeah, I, I don't know what happened either, and uh, <clears throat> I wasn't thrilled with how yeah. that. Yeah, I, I, I listened to it. It sounded pretty good. So you know, um, but I, well, we did we did okay. I guess right. Mm-hmm. I guess I had to wing it, but that was <clears throat> that yeah. wasn't how that was supposed to go. Yeah, but but uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do that, and then uh, next week, Clay, I can, we'll give a little little teaser or something next week that we were gonna do today, but decided we were, we had you know we already had um, we had a full know, show, two pounds of crap in a one pound bag already. So <laughs> yeah. uh, um, in Tennessee, we got Republican Becky Massey 
who wants to reimburse people when they take a gun safety course, which is freaking awesome. I think that's awesome. You know, we waste a bunch of money on worthless crap. This is something that could actually people would do. That's right. And, and you get reimbursed. That's, in my opinion, if you're going to spend freaking tax money, which they're going to do, do it for something like this. So we're going to yep. go over that. That I mean, that's going to be... That's going to be a good one. And then um, what the heck's this other one we got here? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. We got Mississippi is taking an active approach to guard against against these mass shootings in schools. Right, Cliggs? They're, they're, they're letting people with these oh, concealed carry permits that they, they're giving to people and they take the course to carry in schools, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't – Clay doesn't know about this one yet, but I found it. We had the remember we had the trench gun thing here, Clay, a couple yeah. weeks ago. Yes, that we was, got another that was a great thing segment. here, a spinoff on that. I think we're going to hit on this a little little segment here. It's the Model Twelve riot gun that the police ah. used and and the citizens here used. So another we go, weapon we go of over war. That bit. There's yeah, a weapon of war. You know, well, we that, might have buddy. to come up with a weapon of war segment that we do. <laughs> I think I like that. That's, that's every yeah. gun and every bow. So, I mean, that, well, we that'd be a great segment. We can start off with a rock, you know. Hey, speaking of that, you got a picture of that shirt that you that's and the what wife I was made just, for? That's why I was a little distracted. I was looking for that, for that okay, picture. I heard, I heard but, you. Uh, <laughs> I don't so, think I have it on this computer because I made that on my on my other program. So when uh, well, I can tell you this, if you're listening, you know what I'm talking about. Clay and I, when we were on uh, Mitchell in the morning there on KFYR 550 AM, the Voice of Northern Plains. See how I did that shameless plug? I, I, love I see it. how you did that. Uh, <laughs> Eight forty every Friday. Uh, we were talking about t-shirts and i told clay what my idea was and todd said that he wanted a shirt that just said the original assault weapon with a rock on it so clay and i clay did something we kind of talked and he did something he called me and clay's pretty handy he was designing this thing right as we were talking and um you can go on our facebook page and look at it todd has it on there and i shared it on guns in the 701 on on our face it's (laughs) It's uh, it says the original assault weapon. It's and it's a rock with a thirty round mag out of the bottom and a collapsible stock. There you go, Clay's got it right. There. I have it printed off on the wall here, so I just went and got it. Oh man, Clay! So didn't you tell me that's actually a piece of coal, which makes it? It even is, better? but it looks like a black rock. So <laughs> yeah. cool. And I sent him a, you know, I sent I it to him, awesome. and we did add the website. There's some other stuff we did to it, but added the website to it, and yeah, we put on the t-shirt and. I said, hey, Jamie, what do you think of this? I had a stock I put on there, and then I found a 30-round 30, 30 mm-hmm. mag from Magpul. <laughs> we just kept adjusting it, and I was sending it back. I said, what do you think of this? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, so- I'm like, make it like two inches shorter, and I'm like, oh, yeah, right there. There you got it. Yeah, perfect. So, yeah. There we go. <laughs> uh, that's funny so, right there. That is a T-shirt that probably is going to be something we're going to have available. Um, do you t- hey, have- do you take the comments down? I can't see them. Clay's the master. Oh, they, uh, Who runs Barter Town? Clay runs Barter Town. Clay runs Barter Town. Barter. <laughs> that from Yellowstone? No, that's from <laughs> Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Oh my guy? goodness! Uh, yeah, you're back, running yeah. Barter Town, man. I can't. I, I can't control I, the comments. Clay runs Barter Town. <laughs> comments on. <laughs> there they are. They're on again. So I can bring them up. Yeah. Oh, Doug, Doug had uh, Teddy Roosevelt. Well, hey, remember we're going to do the marquee. We're going to do the marquee. I'm done with doing Teddy too. I know Clay. Clay thinks Teddy's a commie, and he is. Uh, but but he I'm still a badass. <laughs> he is. But... 
<laughs> I mean, I'm not I mean, doing a Teddy thing. You think about what him and the Rough Riders did? I mean, he was a badass. Yeah. Hey, by the way, we talked about Teddy's pistol there right before he went on to charge San Juan Hill on 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 Todd's show. That was pretty pretty cool. cool. Yeah, you kind of dropped that one on me, but you know we. (laughs) (laughs) But we, we, you know, we've talked about Crazy Horse, Guts and Borglum. I love the idea, Elmer Keith, Marty. I really yeah. Hold on, tell people who who the Borglum is because I forgot all about Borglum. He's the guy that uh, he sculpted Mount Rushmore. Yeah, and. yeah, he. I mean, if you go down there and, and you look into that history and what mm-hmm. they did and when they did it, oh my goodness! But yeah, with I, the machinery they old. had and the equipment, that's and he invented is, machines to do it. Yeah, that's badass right there. Yeah, it is. To be clear, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's not Kevin a vampire. Kevin is not a vampire. He declared it here first on Guns in the Seven Hundred One. Yep. So, and, and but, anybody wondering. Uh, I do. I did go again with the guy with the caps. I got it. I got it set. They're going to be like gray with with an off white mesh on the back. I <laughs> I wanted to get two different kinds of caps, but trust me, my friends, these things aren't cheap, and and it's just the way it's going to no. be for right now. And if I get them and they sell good, and Clay's going to do some like full full headed one, bigger, different style of cap, and I, I got mine are going to be the low profile, unstructured, sit right on your head, kind of like these blind guy one I got right here with the steer on there. Like this one here, I, I like this one. Um, that's a yeah. decent cap. Yeah, well, the, yeah. The, I mean, you can go in there and try on, but right. But, uh, he's going to send me one more design. They're going to be embroidered, and when when they're done, I'll get them on here. And if anybody wants them, uh, yeah, they're going to be thirty bucks. I mean, I got to make something on these suckers. So, but and that's, but they're they're going to be nice. They're they're going to be they're they're sweet caps. They're sweet caps. Promise you that. So. And I talked to our bank that we're using up there. It sounds like it ain't too hard if we get a, a Vimmo account. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know they're kind of commie too, but it sounds like that's pretty easy to make happen. <laughs> as long as they're just kind of. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we our our website is hosted by that by Square, by Public mm-hmm. Square, and I found out that they're actually pretty conservative, which is yeah, a, wow. a breath yeah, of fresh air. You sent so, me that. I was pretty impressed. I was like, okay, well, these guys are awesome. Yeah, no, nah, you're gonna yeah. be no flat bill, no, Keith. No flat bill, Keith. No, no so, by the way, system. I think I think you still got some of these too. Oh right? yeah, there's some of the, there's some of the regular can koozies oh, right there. The regular ones, um, and then of course you've got the tall one, the pink, mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. got one of these here. Yep, the the, I just got the slims in two different colors. So, so we did. Uh, I think we're gonna place an order this week um, for t-shirts, just to have a few on hand. And if we get all this done, um, we've got some pictures. We've got hunting gnomes. We've got the crossed AR-15s. <laughs> Definitely going to do the original assault weapon. Mm-hmm. Those will be probably, and of course our logo, but uh, those will probably be the very first shirts or, or things available that if you want to get, you can. Things like sweatshirts we can do. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're just going to take that as an on-order thing. So when we get this set up, we should be able to be, do it right from the friends, or not friends, uh, until I work for NRA. <laughs> How about said like, friends what? of NRA? You on guns in the, I don't know about. Yeah. On guns in the 701, and there should be a store there. That's that's the goal, so that mm-hmm. you can use Vimmo, and I hopefully we can use that, that square, and that'll probably be the two forms that you can do online. Yeah. And yep. uh, 
that that should I can tell you what doing PayPal ain't gonna happen. Uh, no, when I was looking that's into one that, of the things what a like pain a, like I talked ass. about with Eric Church. There's things you can do, and there's some things you just can say no to that are absolutely yes. against what you believe. Brian Warner's got a comment for the cause, Jamie. Just like I told you, that Brian's right, man. Not only that, it Brian, is. Um, it is for the cause. Uh, the Second Amendment, your guns, your hunting, North Dakota. I mean. Hey, I'm a, I'm an ND. Like I got a short video I put on on uh, Buck Muley's thing there. I'm an NDE North Dakota extremist. You damn right, and we're go. number one. You suck. Sorry, Kevin, <laughs> you don't suck, but um, it and is I for the cause. You. And you get some badass looking caps and t-shirts. And I got a few. Clay and his wife are going to put some designs on a shirt when Clay's up. I'm gonna give them. Yeah. I'll show you what that's all about. So and and the thing is, just like when we were getting the podcast going, it took us several months to come to this. Because we wanted to do it right, we still have. We still appreciate that, we, Kevin. It worked, but uh, we had a lot of, of learning yet to do on that. Same with this. That's why we haven't launched anything because I don't want to launch something mm-hmm. and then not be able to deliver the product, guys. Um, there's nothing more frustrating than that to myself, and I'm sure to you. So that's why we haven't done it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I can tell you right now, shipping out of here. So we're gonna be looking at that too. If it comes out, comes up, or, or we're able to do it. You know, when you guys place an order, we'll make them here, and hopefully I can get them to Bismarck and ship them out of there. We go up there quite often. I can tell you right now, I mean, I, I just sent that thing to Dan, what was that, when the post office finally opened back up. Yeah. I see it finally shipped. Uh, really? Tracking. Yeah. So, Dan, if you're listening, you should have it this week. But it literally finally just left Bismarck. Got out of here fine. It sat in Bismarck at that damn sorting facility for four days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing you can do about it. You complain to them. They don't care. Yeah. So. Well, I will say that. I'll thank uh, <laughs> men and women here in Bismarck working at our post office. They've been doing a pretty damn good job. I appreciate that. The so. post office has been good. It's that sh- that's that sorting facility up there on the expressway. Yeah. That's okay. where our stuff gets hung up all the time. Oh, Roy Brown. Roy Brown. Roy's listening somewhere. No. All right. <laughs> okay. Hey, Roy. Shipping everywhere sucks right now. Well, there's a lot of that too going on. We just, we, uh, <clears throat> those plastic GM Tahoes don't stay together when they hit a deer. So we no. just took that well, in to get an really estimate. Does. And, and my daughter. Hey, Roy, if that's, if that's really you, if Roy's really listening, <laughs> I'm going to be in the saddle sore probably Saturday night. Come down there, man. I haven't seen All you right. in a while. Perfect. So, well, with that, I think we pretty much covered everything and then some. Did yes, a pretty sir. good job uh, covering everything we wanted. Um, we got some plans, you know, like like we were talking yep. about. And if you're looking for gear, we're gonna mm-hmm. get some out there. I'm hoping that the orders will be. You'll be able to order your size. That's the idea. <clears throat> we'll get yeah. the size in, and then hopefully we can mm-hmm. just boom, send it off, and get the get the stuff coming and make it. You know, we'll, if we, we make enough- it ourselves. Yeah, and if we get enough support, um, people buying stuff. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate you. Yep. Um, right, we can Dan. we can get some made, and if we're selling more, um, you know. Yeah, hey Dan, and and now, like I said, I just checked the tracking number. It literally just left uh, sorting facility in Bismarck today. So I would hope you would get it Thursday, Friday over there in Dickinson. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's very frustrating, but that's the world we yep. live in now. All right. Well, tell you what. Yep, like I said, Friday, 8.40, KFYR, 5.50 a.m. Join Clay and I. We're going to be yep. on Mitchell in the morning. we got about a 10-minute segment with Todd. It's always a good time with – good to oh, have yeah. Todd back. And, uh, yep. and um, you know, next week we're going to be here at this time and support our sponsors, Blind Guy in North Dakota, 
flower auto repair and and guys please please share please share everything on here with people with more viewers we get and more supporters and we got we're on a podcast basically every platform oh every my platform gosh, yeah. out there we recommend we, iheart thank yeah, you serena yeah. we recommend iheart um and um hey this this is fun i, I guarantee you clay and i could go for another hour easy oh yeah and no glitches tonight how about that yeah yeah it was, <laughs> i didn't it was, glitch out it was fun uh, and guys, I can tell you, as the legislative session gets going here, that's my thing. I know I'm going to be up there a lot. Oh yeah, we're um, going to be. If it, if it turns out, maybe I'll try to do some lives from from there yep. while I'm up there because yep. I got I got at least three four bills I'm going to be testifying on. I know, um, so mm-hmm. we'll keep you kind of informed on. I'm not going to go over everything they do because we're going to keep it kind of focused yeah. on hunting and shooting and Second Amendment. Um, that's what we got to do. Yeah. Uh, and I got the 50 cal bill. I'm telling you guys, um, we're getting more and more support for it. I, yeah. I didn't know how much uh, of an uphill battle it would be, but it's starting to come about. But okay. I, I well, plan Clay, to mention it quite a bit here in the next two weeks everywhere. So, like Clay said, um, we, you know, we try to keep it, you know, good mix going here. But when we got a legislative session going and, and you Clay have some friends and, and acquaintances up there who are senators and congressmen. And when, when something comes up, we're going to let you guys know about it and then, you know, spread the word because we might need some support to get good bills passed to for hunting, fishing. I mean, hey, yeah. I'm not a big fisherman anymore, but if something comes up that, that helps with your fishing, I'm down with that. But for sure, Second Amendment bills, we're going to need you guys' help on just calling in or texting in or emailing. It's easy to do. We'll let you know how to do it, and we'll probably put links up on our on our Facebook and if page. you want to testify, you don't necessarily have to show up in person anymore. They put in that big yeah. system, you know, during China virus, then you actually can get on their link and testify at the committees via that link. Uh, and there's a big screen because we were there. Mm-hmm. You and I were there last yeah. session, and and uh, Cord actually, Andrew Cord and I testified on our stand mm-hmm. on the stand your ground bill. So well, that's yeah, what they, that's where <laughs> that's where that commie from Mandan tried to make that little picture <laughs> thing. Me and Marty up there testifying. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe you can come to the high alpine range. I love the high alpine range of Mandan. Man, that's a that's a picture. I can't wait. So I got a question: Are you going to be around at all on Friday when I'm up there? Yeah, I'm gonna be here Friday. I'm not driving. I'm going to Mercer County till uh, Saturday, sometime at some point. So, so let's talk a little bit. Um, I mean, I'll get a hold of Axe. We can kind of maybe if nothing else, I I have some meetings up there, but uh, most of them are in the evening. um, Mm -hmm. The one in the earlier afternoon. Mm -hmm. So maybe we can make something happen. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's 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 go relax myself before I have to go (laughs) raise get all that aggression out before the meeting. All right, man. All hey, right, Uncle we probably Dean, Uncle Dean's hey, listening. He's Dean. listening from San Diego. Appreciate that, All Uncle right. Clay knows Uncle Dean. We were over twelve seventy. My Uncle Dean's a Vietnam yes. veteran. He he came in there and did an interview with us there on Memorial Day. That, yeah. yeah, that was awesome, man. We got to do that. that. Actually, actually, Uncle Dean, uh, me and Clay, when that comes around again, we want to have you on again and do that a little more in depth because absolutely. We can do a whole another hour on that easy. That was that was very interesting, and I, I liked that. I, I learned some stuff I didn't even know about. I did, too. I, I couldn't, and I'm a history guy anyway, but to have the actual person mm-hmm. there doing it, oh, that's, mm-hmm. you know, I, I had a grandfather who served in World War II, and he made damn sure I knew what they went through. And yeah. I, I, I'm grateful that I actually sat down and visited with him, even though I was mm-hmm. so young. So, yeah, no. I'm I'm glad to get those stories. So, yeah, I'd yeah, love to have Dean sure. back. Well, tell everybody hi down in San Diego from us. So, Freddie's warmer right, than we baby. are. So. <laughs> yeah. All it's right, nice. guys. I'm not complaining. No wind here. I love it. So. <laughs> 
We are going to uh, call it a wrap tonight. We're about 20 minutes over, but we've been kind of doing some bullshit. Right on. So. It was fun. Uh, we appreciate everybody listening and the comments. And if we missed you, sorry, but we do appreciate it. And uh, just keep on listening. Uh, share it. Thank our sponsors again, Laura Auto Repair and the Blind Guy of North Dakota. I'm telling you, they're great patriots. Do some business with them, and uh, you will never be you, you will you will not be disappointed. So absolutely and not. Till next week. Don't forget to on Friday tune in 8:40 Central Time on KFYR with Mitchell in the morning, and we'll see you here next Wednesday, six o'clock p.m. Mountain Standard Time, seven o'clock. Mountain, uh, Central Time. So until keep your then, powder dry. Keep your powder then, dry. Keep your powder dry. Thank That's you. E seven oh one. Yeah, preparedness. Appreciate you listening. New listener, love it. Good show. Thank All you. Right. I appreciate you listening. Absolutely. All Clayton, right. I'll we'll talk see you guys to you shortly, week. my friend. Yep. Everybody have a great weekend.